Hey, and welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my sister, Natalie. Hello, everybody. We are so glad that you are tuning in to this episode of Force of Light Entertainment, and we want you all to know that we have new episodes dropping every Monday and Thursday morning, so be on the lookout for our upcoming podcast. And if you haven't yet and would like to, please subscribe to the podcast. Okay. We're, we're gearing up, you know, coming into this week or starting with our Thursday morning podcast, we are going to begin to really dive into to Star Wars as we get closer, very close to the Clone Wars series, the last season coming back. But before we go to a galaxy far, far away, we wanted to have a discussion on a incredibly, incredibly successful animated movie. And we're probably not going to do many animated movies. This is kind of rare. But that movie being the movie, the well, yeah, it made one point over one point five billion last year. But Frozen two, and we're doing it in honor of it being officially available to purchase digitally, and yeah, I think in about a week on DVD. So if you like Frozen two, join the conversation and let's talk some Frozen two. Okay, so you know my thoughts going into this. Um, clearly, if you even listen to what we we watched as kids in the 90s animation i mean i i loved all the disney princesses growing up yes but i i feel like and probably it's because i was the baby of the family and had a a brother that was seven years older but i i kind of grew out of animations kind of quickly right (laughs) you know but i mean we watched i watched a lot of them as a kid yes but i'm saying by the time i was about 10 i was done with them right (laughs) so I remember, you know, actually, that, I probably still watched a few. I remember watching A Bug's Life, like, okay, I did. There were a couple, and like I a was Bug's like, Life. I was like almost thirteen, and I watched it regularly. I don't, I don't know why to this day. I, I did like A Bug's Life, but for the most part, I was a huge fan. But uh, you know, of course, Frozen came out in two thousand thirteen, and at that point, I had, you know, I already had two nieces. And before that, Tangled had came out, and I thought that when, when you start taking nieces or nephews or children to the movie, you are just so happy when an animated movie doesn't stink. When it's actually good. When, when it's actually fairly entertaining, and you as an adult find yourself, you know, just enjoying it even a little bit, you, you know, that is, that's a win. That is called a win-win. Yes. So, you know, I'd like Tangled, and Frozen was kind of the next big movie after Tangled, because Tangled kind of started that new animation look. It did. And, and I really like Tangled. Yes, I like Tangled too. And so Frozen came out in November 2013, and, uh, you know, I remember going to see it, and we just seen Catching Fire, so, uh, you know, my mind was a little more on that at the time. Quite a change. Yeah, quite a change. But but I did grow to appreciate How Could You Not, the song Let It Go, and, it's you know, awesome. that whole CD, there's several, several, you know, just fun and, and some dynamic moments in that CD. Definitely. So that's kind of was more my take. I saw I probably watched Frozen. I don't know. Maybe I saw it, I think, once in theaters and then, you know, maybe once or twice after with like my niece or something. So when do you have anything you were gonna say? Well, I liked it from the first time I saw it. I think yeah, you were. I think it, you were with me. The first we were. Time I saw it. Yeah, we were here uh, with Izzy and I think Mom and Dad. Yeah, so it was, it was right before Thanksgiving. Right. So um, I, I really liked it from the first time I saw it, and it's one of the few animations as an adult I like wanted to see it again in theaters. Yes, and and I, it was like I immediately I knew I liked the music, but. 
I don't know if some of you are like this, but with music, sometimes I like something the first time I hear it, but I have to hear it a couple more times. And then I'm like, man, I love this. Yeah, yeah, that that is kind of how it is with music. So Natalie, I think, saw Frozen more than me. But, you know, Disney Plus had had, come, had already came out, and so I watched Frozen, right, you know, about like a day or two before we went to see Frozen 2. And so, so I just say that to say, you know, I, I liked Frozen, but it's not like I, you know, was crazy about everything. But I really, I did appreciate it. I thought it was a good, unique story. Of course, you know, it's more a take on the sisterly love and it being, you know, their love kind of breaking the curse at the end of the movie. That being the saving love as opposed to Prince Charming. Yes. So it was a neat, different take. So I really appreciated Frozen. And Shelly and I, as I put my arm over her, and she is very uncomfortable. She is not a touchy person. But, you know, we can relate because we have quite a love for each other, Michelle. Okay. Is, is that correct? It, it, it's correct. But she, she's not gushy, guys. But we'll move on. So, you know, I the trailers looked very, you know, the animation described my attention looked awesome. So I was excited. I got to take both of my nieces, uh, Isabel and Sienna, to the theater to see Frozen 2. And, you know, I walked away. My initial thoughts, I'll let Natalie say hers in a minute. My initial thoughts of Frozen 2 were I liked it better than Frozen. And I thought that was going to be a hard task because so often sequels aren't as good as the first one. But I personally genuinely liked it better. Like, I I laughed more. Yes. Like, I I genuinely... There were moments the whole theater, like, was just cracking up. I definitely cracked up a couple times. Like, genuinely. And and as, you know, I'll be honest, I was kind of in an irritable mood for that reason. For whatever reason. I mean, I don't get it on a lot. But I was kind of in one. So I was kind of at a disadvantage watching a movie. But I remember it made me just crack up a couple times. Yes, and I, and I appreciated that the movie cuz this came 6 years after the original. So I appreciate that the, it was a little more mature. It's like they allowed the movie and the characters to mature with their audience that was now 6 years older. And, you know, this may be a controversial statement, I don't know. Overall, like I said, you know, Let It Go's incredible. There's some other incredible songs. But overall, I actually even enjoyed the music better in this in this one. And I don't know what were you well, feel. Well, I'll say I like it as much. And there are some I like more. And there are some, you know, I, I think each movie has its, like, gems of it. It does. Know? I think this one, to me, has more solid actual songs. But, you know, f- just like Let It Go was amazing in the first one, um, Into the Unknown is an incredible song. Yeah. And also... Um, I don't Show know yourself. what it's titled. Show yourself. Well, we'll get into the songs a little bit later too. But yeah, all right. Yeah, no, but no, that it. it though both those songs are excellent. Are those your only two faves? No, I mean I have others. I also love Kristoff's '80s power ballad. It's one of my favorites. It made me laugh watching it with the visual of him, the way they did it. But it also, I actually genuinely grew to like the song. <laughs> Yeah, no. But I am a fan of 80s power ballads. Yeah, his, his song, that's one of those moments where everyone, and we'll get to the songs here in a little bit, but every everyone in the theater was laughing. All the adults were laughing. I think it kind of went over some of the kids' heads why it was funny, but yeah, it was super funny. But yeah, I, um, you know, something too that, and Natalie knows I genuinely loved Frozen 2. Like I saw it several times in theaters. She, she did. I really, like I literally have an Elsa Funko Pop on my purse right now. Like I, I genuinely became a fan, like loved Frozen. Uh, but, you know, one of the things, like we talk about how movies can kind of speak to us, connect to us. I personally found like Elsa's story, like very inspiring. And it like touched me in a way. 
It does, yes. Because you kind of have this character who, uh, you know, she just kind of senses there's more for, you know, for her. Right, like she recognizes that life is currently good. And I think it really makes a point like everyone I love is in these four walls. You know, like her life is really good, but there's that little... There's something. There's a call. Inside. Like there's more. Yes, that telling her there, there's more to life for her. Yes, and I, I just found her whole journey. Really, all the characters kind of go through a transformation, but I, I specifically her journey. I just think is a powerful. It's just a great journey and story. It is. Um, and, and we'll kind of get more in that when we hit the songs personally. But you know, it kind of in general thoughts too. Uh, and I think. Uh, when Natalie and I watched this last night so she could see it again because you'd only well, seen two, it once. Two nights ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, two nights ago. And, you know... And I will say I liked it even more on second viewing. Now, of course, I already love the music because my daughter blares it at the house on the Alexa. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the music already, but I, I actually enjoyed watching it for a second time much more than I did the first time. Okay, yeah. And um, I was just going to say, you know, I think you finally saw, because I said to you, until you really look, watch them, like the animation of this one is just like night and day better than the first one. And that's something when she brought that up, I really, because it had been a while since I had seen the first Frozen, I really did not realize the extent, extent of the difference, like how much better the animation is in the second one. Like there are so many scenes we were saying as I was watching it, I was just kind of amazed, like... The water, the some of the the trees, the leaves, like it looks real. It's like it's almost like this beautiful real scenery with cartoon characters, at, you know, amongst it. Or I don't know how you'd say that, but well, and even the characters I think are a little more detailed than they were in the first one when you really compare them side by side. The hair's really pretty. It is like, and that's why I got to Elsa's outfit, like her makeup, like she's got she likes a purple smoky eye, which Natalie and I both appreciate. My favorite. Yes, and their outfits are beautiful. But yeah, as Natalie was saying, the and that's something that makes okay. I, I I'm sure a lot of people fall is my favorite season. And I can get more specific. Like my favorite time of the year is November 1st until the end of November. Like I just love that that last month of fall before Christmas decorations get out, before it's officially Christmas time, it's still the end of fall and fall's coming to an end, but it's still before winter. I just, that's my favorite time. So this movie hits right in my favorite time. Definitely. Well, probably depending on where you live as far as fall goes. Some people get fall much earlier. Yeah, yeah. But we, 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 we don't. Yeah, we have to wait a while. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no. So it kind of takes place in that, just that awesome time and the scenery with all the orange and the and the fall colors is just beautiful. All the red. All the red, yes. I love that. Just some of the scenes are just so stunning. Yes. And, and like she said, the water, like the scene at the end where Elsa, you know, saves Aaron the water like crashing through it just literally looks like you're watching like a live event happen i mean the animation's incredible but yeah so so i think that is just a lot a massive massive improvement upon the first one as far as the animation but i was going to get into you know something special in this that continue and i think that's what makes it special also that i liked where in the first one, you know, it's based on Elsa and Anna's relationship and their love for one another. But because of Elsa's situation, you know, they actually don't spend much time in the movie together. Right. You know, they're, they're kind of just, you know, getting reacquainted, getting to know yes. each other again. 
Yeah, and yeah. Anna is always in that pursuit for her. I mean, Anna's a good sister. You got to give her that. She is. And I think when I, you know, I've watched it, you realize Elsa's a good sister too because Elsa's scared she's going to hurt Anna. Right. So she, that's, you know, makes herself go away. comes off in a different way, but that's her love for her being expressed. Yeah, Trying to protect her. So I like that they build upon that relationship where in this one, or in the first one, they're separate. And this one, they're together through about 90% of the movie almost. And so you truly get to see their interactions and their sweet bond how deep it is yes and i'd I'd say especially you know with their parents passing away and as all disney parents have to pass away right for some reason (laughs) but but yes no their relationship is is just incredibly sweet because i would say it's like there is you know a sisterly bond can be very special because we know that, right, <laughs> We do. It's a special relationship because, you know, I mean, with sisters, it's you, you can just know each other, you know. Kind of better than anyone else can in a way. You really and, can. And, you know, I was thinking about this last night, and I've thought about it many times, but Michelle and I can truly drive each other crazy. But the thing about sisters, and you sisters out there probably know this, maybe brothers too, we can be so mad at each other one minute, and then five minutes later we're laughing again. And, you know, so it's just like, I, uh, she's not only my sister, but my best friend. And sometimes I'll admit I'm, I'm the little sister looking up to the big sister in my case. And she, nobody's gonna, you know, <laughs> Shell's crunching right now, but nobody's gonna have my back like Michelle. And I, I love you for that. Thank you. Well, back to, to Anna and Elsa. But yes, yeah, so no, their relationship is just incredibly sweet. And you see that throughout the movie. And, you know, kind of moving on in in my thoughts here. uh, After my love note to Michelle. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I I love to, of course, all the songs. And Natalie mentioned you can talk more now if you want to about like Into the Unknown, which that song just there's a part of that. It's just dynamic. My ears like it's just incredible. Yeah. I was going to say that one. And then what's what's the name of the other one I love so much? Uh, Show Yourself. Show Yourself. It is so hauntingly good like watching it the other night with Michelle like I almost and I hate to be the person that says this all the time about everything but almost like it brought a tear to my eye because it's just do you know like if you're a music lover it just hits that point it's just so dang good like you just brings emotion you know it does and and both songs have those moments right And, and that's why it's hard I can't ever pick which one I like better because into the unknown is like like she feels this calling. There's this adventure. There's, there's that, a that, building. There's happening. a building that she's got. You know, there's something she feels called to. She's got to get to. And, and there's this incredible, these incredible high moments and build where show yourself is more like I've, I found it. Like I'm like, here. I've arrived. Here it is. I've, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yes. And it, it's so it's, they're different sounds, but I love both of the songs. They're both like very powerful. And again, it speaks back to that goes back into why I was saying Elsa's story. Both those right. songs, you know, totally play into the story of the movie and her story and yeah i i absolutely love both of those songs um i love and you know elsa it's cool we finally truly get to see her powers on a ne- like next level display yeah it's like the avengers you know they may need to call elsa up to it's come true. join come join the squad because Elsa's you know pretty dang powerful in this she movie is. so that's cool too and we already brought up lost in the woods which <laughs> for all of those you know all those of you that, you know, are older than the kids that would have been there, you, of course, see even the Queen references, like all these different <laughs> these different 80 power ballad type references they make. And, you know, it's just a lot of fun. It's just such a fun song because, like I said, not only is it, like, funny in the context of seeing it in the movie, 
but it's actually a good song. Like uh, just the sound of it and whoever wrote it and the melody and all that. I mean, I'm not a music expert, but um, I just, I actually really like listening to it just in my house. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a great song. And I was going to say, and of course, everyone laughed at this. Even the night we went, all the adults laughed at this because they got it. Like out of the times, out of the couple times or several times that I saw the movie, uh, one at time when I was here at Phipps at the Phipps Plaza at a, uh, yeah at the AMC at Phipps Plaza, it it was kind of a smaller theater and you could kind of see who was in it, and it was I, I was telling Natalie the theater was literally mostly I would say late teens, twenties, and thirty year olds is what was in the theater because it was several weeks after it had been out, and there was one little girl and then my niece who's twelve with me. And that that was like the the most fun I had watching it because the crowd they were cracking up through the whole movie and it was adults like you know they, they got the humor yes of it. like it, I mean it's just yet again and of course Lost in the Woods is one of those parts everyone just cracks up and laughs at but yeah that that song is is hysterical and, and catchy and catchy and you know I also really appreciated. I, I, one, I appreciated, I appreciated that Disney was willing to allow this movie to go to some heavy emotional levels. Yes. Because, of course, you know, if you've seen, I'm sure you've seen the movie if you're listening to this, you know, Elsa in trying to discover the truth because they have to right or wrong from the past. And in order to discover the truth, she goes too far and she freezes, you know, as we're in the first one, Anna freezes, this time Elsa freezes. And, you know, before she sends out kind of a, you know, magical message to Anna. And, but anyways, Anna, of course, because of Olaf melting, realizes her sister's probably dead. And, you know, I just, I, I, I respected Disney for having this powerful moment of Anna, like her song, um, do the next or the next right thing. Like her, literally the visuals there of her being in a dark pit. Yes. And, you know, the songs that song, I mean, the, the lyrics that song, like if you've experienced grief, like it's just so point on loss, loss, like just how heavy grief is and how it's hard to literally get yourself up off the ground. Climb out of it. Yes. And to climb out of it. And, but it's just such a, you know, at first, even my nieces were like, well, this song's kind of sad. And then the last time I was talking to them, they're like, yeah, but it, it's, they finally got, it's triumphant. It is. Like, because by the, eventually, Anna, of course, begins to slowly, she sings a song, get up and take steps, as you know, as I said, it's called Do the Next Right Thing, and begins to climb out of this literal dark pit that she's in and, you know, begins to, cr- you know, almost crawl towards the light. And yeah, no, I just, I genuinely like the moment, the first time I saw that, it just hit me like, wow, like what a beautiful imagery of like people, you know, truly, we all have to go through grief, um, can't avoid it. It's a process you got to walk through, but it is at that point, there is a point like, you know, we have to decide, are we going to truly get out of it eventually? Right. Um, and I, and I think the first time that we saw it, you were right, um, when you told me it was kind of a beautiful illustration, you know, literally illustration of what grief is and trying to get your way out of it. Yeah. No. So I just appreciate, again, that's why I said this movie's like, they allowed it to mature. Like it's more mature than the first one. It is. And so I deeply appreciate that. And of course we all know that as all Disney things, you know, there's always tragedy and then there's happiness. You know, Anna is able to, she destroy, you know, gets the earth giants. They destroy the dam. That was kind of, that was the wrong they had to write. 
And, of course, at that point, it frees Elsa, and she's back, and, you know, she stops the water from crashing down over Arendelle, which is beautiful when she throws up the ice. Even Everything yeah. she does has beauty and, and grace. It does. And, yeah, that, that, that's cool. And then, uh, of course, Anna thinks she has lost her sister, and then she sees... You know, she sees her, she kind of, her attention gets drawn and she sees her riding, you know, on the water to where she is. And that's what I was going to say too. Um, the, the end, it's one of those like, to, sometimes I think as adults, you know, we can really appreciate serious things that sometimes are sad and more true to life. But sometimes even as an adult, you just want something that's happy and puts yeah. a smile on your face and feels good. And it's like the end of this movie, That's it's just like overwhelming happiness. Yes. Like, because they see each other again and have a very touching kind of reunion. And then, uh, of course, they bring back Olaf and that's a touching reunion. And it's like everything is restored and even better than it was before. Yes. And then, of course, Kristoff... Um, proposes to Anna finally because he's been trying to do that throughout the movie and keeps stumbling around. <laughs> and, you know, so it's just this amazingly, like, happy ending. And, of course, if, you know, you know the rest of the ending where uh, uh, Elsa decides to make Anna the queen and Elsa goes off to kind of be, you know, finally feel free where she can truly be herself and not yeah. have to worry about, you know, containing her powers because she's a queen. Well, and I was just thinking, too, because I was actually, me being me, I was thinking about hair transformation. But, you know, we think about when we first meet Elsa, it's very tight back. When she goes into Let It Go and Frozen 1, some of it comes down into the braid. Then we see her with the braid at the beginning of this movie. And when she truly has her transformation, she lets her hair all the way down. And um, kind of like that is almost a representation of her transformation and then Anna, who's had her hair down, now she is the queen and she has her hair back up to be like royal. And it's sort of like, in a way, they're trading places. Not that Anna wasn't important before, but it's like she's now stepping into a more serious role. So that's kind of part of her transformation. Well, and you do see throughout the movie that like Anna knows, she knows who the guard is. She knows where the the, the department or where the, what's hidden in the ship when it comes to them finding the information about their parents. Like, she clearly knows Arendelle very well. Like, you just see Anna really, truly loves Arendelle. Not yes. that Elsa doesn't. Elsa does, too. It's just like, I don't know. You just really see that Anna fits that Elsa's decision when she says, you know, I, I think I do know what the right thing to do is here. That, you know, it, Anna really, truly could be, you know, a great, a great queen. A great leader. And Elsa's got other stuff going on. Yeah, Elsa's got magical powers and, you know, can go build herself can be, an ice she can palace. Be used in other ways. Yeah, so uh, let's see anything else. But yeah, I, I was going to say too, I just, you know, I guess maybe as an adult, I appreciate it more. You, you talk about like the Disney magic. And so much of Disney is kind of doing just remakes right now. Right. <laughs> and I think this movie truly, to me, brought back like the Disney magic. And the Disney magic is like that that's like inspires kids to dream and to, you know, to have a vision and a dream and to go after it. And to me, this movie just really captures that. And I think the big thing, and it's kind of a theme with the first one too, but don't let fear hold you back. Yes. Yeah. And, and, Which is easier said than done. And every way, because too, I think, you know, uh, with Anna, because it's so easy just to go to Elsa, but I truly do love Anna's character. Um, she's a great character. And I would say, 
you know, her growth that we see throughout it is, I was pointing this out to Natalie, you know, if you've lost someone, which in her case, she had lost both of her parents, you can have major levels of anxiety about losing people. And you see that throughout the movie, like she's so anxious about losing Elsa. And by the end, it's almost like she's come to terms with things. And it's like, she's at peace. And it's like, Elsa, you know, you can do what you want. Like, it's like, she's kind of overcome that, I think. Which I think is, you know, yet again, kind of a more mature theme that they they put in there. Uh, But yeah, no, that's, you know, kind of my general thoughts is, you think I've missed anything? No, I don't think so. Just And I would just say, you know, I highly recommend to kids and parents alike or adults or singles or whoever. Yeah. I think it, you'd enjoy this movie. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. Like she said, if you're, if you know, if you're me and you're single or if you, you know, have kids or, or I mean, it really just is an all age movie. It is. It's just a fun, happy, if you like musicals, because the music is awesome. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful movie. The scenery, everything about it is beautiful. Uh, but, I, you know, I clearly highly recommend it because I've seen it many times. And um, shout out to our nephew, Luke. Um, my daughter's there now with them in Ohio. And um, she was secretly recording him. He had turned on on the Alexa into the unknown by himself and was singing along to it. And there, there might have been some dance moves. <laughs> there might have been a few dance moves in there. So, you know, it's like... I think boys love this movie, too. Well, and I think, obviously, because of how much money it made, boys went to see it. Right. And and I do think, and that's another thing, I think the adventure in it is a lot more fun for both sex than the first one. Yeah. I think this one has more for men than even the first, even though the first one does have Kristoff a lot in it. Yes. But this one, I don't know, this one's just truly an adventure. And Uh, Kristoff's a really great guy. Yeah, he is. He's a great, great character. Kind of following our, what we said on the Valentine's Day, sometimes not the smoothest guys, but a heart of gold. So there's Kristoff. Yeah, he does. He does have a heart of gold. And I would definitely say, because this movie is now Disney's, or the most successful uh, animated movie or yeah, that's or yeah, that's what Disney has said. But I'm thinking, did Toy Story four make more money? I but I guess not because they keep saying this is the most successful animated uh, movie. But I mean, it made like over 1.5 billion dollars. So needless to say, I believe there's going to be a Frozen three. <laughs> so we we will have that to look forward to. <clears throat> Hopefully they don't take six years to make right <laughs> to make this one. <laughs> but yeah, and I think we were saying you know it's uh, probably going to be focused on the wedding, which that'll be fun, and just to see what where they go with the next one. Yes, yeah, I would say that's where they'll kind of pick up. So we'll see. But but anyways, that has been our discussion on. Frozen 2. And again, we can't, clearly I can, I think Natalie too, we can't recommend this movie enough. It it is genuinely just a fun movie to watch. So if you haven't checked that out yet, I recommend it because the the music alone is worth the watch, you know? Right, it's true. Um, But but it's a great movie, fun movie. So we, we recommend it. So that is this episode of Force of Light Entertainment. As always, we appreciate you joining the conversation. Don't forget to look at new episodes every Monday and Thursday morning. And if you want to, you all can reach out to us. And we love hearing from you. Some of you have had some incredibly kind things to say that have meant a lot to me and Natalie. Yes. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I am Michelle34Smith on both. 
And I'm Natalie R. Grace on Twitter and NatLovesBella07 on Instagram. And we also have on Twitter, Force of Light Entertainment Twitter. So if you just Google that, you'll find us there too. And if you want to email, if you want, if there's anything that you think we miss or anything that, you know, really spoke to you about this movie, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We also have an email. It's forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. Again, forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. And as always, we appreciate you all. And again, join the conversation. And next time we're going to be taught, we're going to be going to a galaxy far, far away and talking some Star Wars. So we can't wait for you all to join us next time. All right.